following is KPB MediaWorks production. Choose your fighter. And we are on. Welcome to another episode of KPB Cast, guys. Returning to the um to the show after I don't know how was it man maybe last year we have last Lucas year. Allen man the owner operator uh, president of LDA Gaming good sir how the heck are you I'm doing good man uh, trying to get ready get back for Evo and motivate Peru and stuff to start playing these games and because they're real talent but I'm sure we're gonna get into that very shortly so how you been. Not bad, not bad, man. Guys, before we go on, you know the podcast is available on all the major platforms. Just check up KPB Cast, like it, subscribe it, do all the good stuff. We we try to do, we try to bring great guests like Lucas on for your entertainment. And here we go, man. Uh, you just said right now you're trying to get back into the whole thing with Evo. What's that all about? You trying to get the boys down from Latin America to come up here whenever Evo comes back? Yeah, because as everyone's saying, I mean, I've been saying it for a while, but they have a lot of skill. Uh, I was hoping people would see that with the whole 2002 thing. But I feel like 2002 has played its course now. So it's time to get them to play other games. Like you see what Bala did. You see what Mysterio have done at KOF 13. So it's time to get them to see all these other games besides just KOF. So I want them to see Neo Geo Battle Coliseum. There's about a good 20 or so years in between 2002 and now of games that they just didn't get. They just didn't get to see so that's kind of what Project Avengers is. I want them to see not just KOF. I want them to see everything, all these games in between. And I swear to God, I did not plan for these games to get on Fightcade. It just so happened to be where the time was perfect. Where as I was training them in an offline, all of a sudden they announced that a Thomas Wave is going to be a fi- on Fightcade. So it just yeah, happened man. to way Dude, perfect. That's like way. some of the best news ever. God bless the people who, uh, you know, um, they're not modding the games, but they're basically adding add-ons. And mm-hmm. the fact that, you know, Fightcade, um, what is it? They uh, added all, like, Netplay has been upgraded so much from from what we first knew. And, I mean, these games, are, they're just as good as GGPO rollback netcode. The fact that, you know, people could play KOF 11, first of all, I love that game. It's so much fun. Yeah, I know it's a broken mess, but I play fighting games just for fun. I don't, I don't really play them that competitively anymore, but KOF 11, man, I've always said that is such a beautiful game. It's hectic as all crazy. It's just so much fun. And now that, like you said, the automost, uh, automost wave games, you know, all these games are being added on. It's basically opening up the doors for these guys and girls to, uh, you know, just get off of 2K2. And since right. we're on that subject, let me ask you this recently i know um 2k2um had the rollback netcode added on to the steam version are Uh any of the people down in mexico peru all those places down there have they actually tried it or is it because the arcade scene is still kind of popular down there that they just that's the reason why they do not let go of 2k2 how has the um with the rollback been um you know received in those countries uh, they're, they're just not getting around to it. I kind of have to lead the charge because of what you said earlier. They're so ingrained with the old school arcade machine, uh, how that, that, that mentality, that a lot of them don't leave it. So I kind of have to, that's why, I, it's, that's kind of what Project Avengers is. When I show it to them in a different light, they start to see it and they're like, well, if he's promoting, there must be something to it. So I kind of use that to show them these games and that's how I went to go to Neo Wave, 2002 UM. I show Peru playing them. So people say, ooh, Peru's playing in there. They're like the, the the goats in 2002. So I always try to show them playing 2002 UM and stuff, even offline. 
And, you know, that way they'll get comfortable enough to try it on their coat because I don't think they're comfortable enough yet to where they feel, they'll feel comfortable playing on a fight cake because it's still a relatively new game to them because they just, just started playing it probably a couple months ago. So. so, I mean, do you think within the year, maybe two years, you might get enough people playing that version of 2K2UM with the rollback netcode where they may finally leave 2K2? But like we said already, man, it, it's just too ingrained into their culture, at least their video game culture, right? Yeah, they won't necessarily leave 2002. It's not going. It's like even 98. It's, it's dying over time. Less and less, the scene is dying, but that's because, you know, we aren't doing as much. So there's still people trying to do stuff, but we did stuff on another level. So with that being said, now that I'm not really doing anything with 2002, it is starting to die a little bit. But I think in about two years, if I keep, as I, as I continue to promote it and do what I actually really want to do when I come back as an organizer, hopefully beginning next year, I'll be able to give it the respect that it, it deserves. Like I'm trying to show Neo Geo Battle Call scene right now, as I've shown even Neo Wave, Game that people are talk so badly about, I'm trying to show other parts about that, and even Samurai Showdown Six, I'm trying to show that in a different light, and KOF Eleven. Uh, I, I think we can do the same thing with 2002 UM. Uh, just get, we just got to keep showing it, keep playing it, and then more people are going to continue to do it like they're doing. They're seeing how great Battle Call Simers are now. They're they're saying it's great. Let me tell you a quick story. When when Benny in Peru first saw Battle Call Sim, he didn't like it. Cause he so cause he he played SVC Chaos. We're getting him playing. I said, "Bro, you're gonna want to play this game. Trust me, it's a great great game. You're gonna like it, Benny." So they actually started liking, it, and now lo and behold, he loves the game. So it's just that's the type of stuff you gotta do. And there they can't wait because it's all new games to them that they never got to play. So well, it's like uh, you said in our first episode, man. We also we sometimes gotta remember. I mean, Mexico. It's like, it, it might as well be like the USA to Peru. Some of those guys down yep. there are like very poor countries. Absolutely. So the fact of the matter is that these games were never readily available. And that's the one thing I appreciate nope. what you do. And you're very well aware of this. Everybody always thought that the whole um, fighting game community revolved around Japan and right. America. Sometimes right. yeah, you have Canada and everything like that. And right. mainly because KOF is not as powerful or SNK games are not as powerful here. They have their following. Don't right. get me wrong, but sometimes it was so easy to forget. You know, these these guys and girls down in these countries, they don't have access as easy as we do. Nope. So for you to introduce these games to uh, to all these people, to them, it's like, hey, listen, maybe you're going to be converting some of them soon. It's like, man, I could finally, right. I could finally leave uh, 2K2 for, you know, greener pastures. It seems like you said so far, it seems to be working. And by the way, real quick, Matt, can you blame some people for not liking Neo Wave? Hey, listen, I like Neo uh -uh. Wave. It's a fun little game, but when mm -hmm. you see Angel and the glitch again, the infinite is like, yeah, no thank you, man. Yep. You know, Young Geese is awesome, though. I always enjoyed him as a final boss in the game, but what, what can you do, right? Yeah, that, that Angel infinite is actually harder to do, too. I, I had yes, some of the... Is. 2K, uh, I had the 2K experts in Peru trying it, and a lot of them still can't get it. Like Chavo and a couple others that are really, really strong with her, they, they're having a hard time doing it, so it just takes some adjustment. Matter of, there are a lot of bugs that have been removed in the game, that's the thing, but I just want to show people a different way of playing, because here's the thing, as great as 2002 UM is, it's still, at its core, it's 2002, so that's going to keep them in the same mindset. My mentality is, I need to show them different ways of playing games, so they can, and they're going to get better because they need to learn these different styles. If they just stick with the same style, they're going to always play everything like 2002. And that's not going to work in certain games. Certain games, you cannot play them like 2002. And that's what I'm trying to show them. Because they're very talented. 
talent's not the issue. It's technique. And that's what I tell Benny. And I knew you were talented. That's why I give you an opportunity. I see what y'all are doing. But it's technique. And about that, there are some people that hate KOF. 2002 in Peru because it's so dominant in Latin America. Oh, really? And that's what most people do. Oh man, you have no idea. There are certain people like geo, for example, he's like the number one player in KOF 14 for overall. If he's playing battle call, see another game, he refuses to use KOF characters. And that's because of the fact that he's so tired of everyone. That's all they play is KOF. So he, if he's using uh, some of those games, he refuses to use KOF characters or in, in Latin America, some people, they don't really don't want to play KOF because it's treated like the street fighter. They look at they down don't look down on if people that play other stuff. So that you have that element very much alive in Latin America as well. And I can appeal to these people now because they see I'm not just doing KOF, I'm doing other stuff. Without care. Without care. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna play Neo Wave, I'm gonna play this, I don't care. So You know, it's funny you mentioned that because in Dominican Republic, and I'm sure you know this, Mortal Kombat is king over there. Oh man. You know, yeah. Mortal Kombat trilogy is like yes. over there. And Venezuela too. Say again, Venezuela too. And when Mena came around, and you know he died, he was winning Street Fighter Five <clears throat> with the way he did. Excuse me. A lot of Dominicans, you know, it's like, geez, finally something besides Mortal Kombat. You know? <laughs> I mean, listen, we all know what Street Fighter is. Right. I get it wrong, but the fact of the matter is that a guy from the island, he came well, from the country. He came over. He won a Capcom Cup, I believe it was. Uh -huh. and for a while, he was dominating. It was just fun seeing something that wasn't Mortal Kombat. Now, mind right. you, Mortal Kombat is never going to go away in, in that country, and nothing wrong with that. But like you said, it's basically the same thing. And, yep. But it is what it is. Let me ask you this question, man. How does the concept like Project Avengers comes around? How is it that you just one day sit down, think about what your next move is going to be with your little company there? And you and listen, you already know. You told me last time you're done with KOF 2K2. There's nothing else to be proven. Mm -hmm. You know, I know you have a few things out in Pakistan. You're trying to fly out some people over to Japan. You know, take us through, through that, through an organizer's uh, mindset. Now, mind you, uh, you know, everybody's going to be like, well, I mean, he's not really an organizer. He's doing really low-scale stuff. It's still organizing, right. whether right. some people would like to admit it or not. But how does uh, something like this come about? Because like you said, man, you're, you're putting together a whole roster of games that, you know, some of these people down there have never seen. And by the way, guys, I also want to mention, he mentions a lot Peru, but he's talking about all of Latin America. Right. Peru just so happens to have the best pool of talent. Nothing right. Against, nothing against my Mexican uh, brothers and sisters, Venezuelans, Guatemalans, Chile. It's just Peru has shown that their talent is way above everybody else's down there. Right. But right. again, man, how does a project like this come about? Because of the fact that 2002, almost everything's been done. I mean, I even let Vegeta go to and other people try to capitalize and do something we haven't done, and they still couldn't do it. So, only they left to do in 2002 is really pretty much Latin America versus Pakistan, a female cup, which we're looking at possibly seeing if we can do in January, depending on where I am, because I'm getting ready to get married in the next year. So, we'll talk about all that. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, so as I'm saying, so I got a lot. Of stuff going on that I really haven't told people about this year. That's why I've been laying low because stuff's been changing. So, yeah, but I uh, say, man, this is some uh, you know firsthand information. So yeah. Don't say we never. Don't say we never did anything nice. No. Nope. Nope. I am in. I got engaged a couple weeks ago. So yeah. So stuff is changing quite a bit. So uh, but yeah, I mean, there's not left to do. Left to do. Uh, Vegeta versus Kabasinia. Looks like we're gonna have to do that because I let them try to do it and they still failed at it. So I'm like, okay, it just says we're gonna have to do that. Where's the remote battle. Where did they fail? 
Uh, something about how Vegeta, I heard he did something when he was in Brazil and he was some other sponsor was doing it. And now they don't, they, 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 they send him back to Peru. So it seems like we're going to have to make, if we don't do it, no one else is going to do it. Right. So we're going to have to do the Vegeta. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm used to it. It's like, we're going to have to do Vegeta versus Cabasinia. Give everybody that, that, that final send off. Uh, versus some, everybody versus Pakistan or people versus Pakistan. And then a female cup. Females versus each other in 2002. That's really all there is to do. As I say, Shao has been beaten by Kula. Shao has been beaten by M-Dash. Taiwan's been beaten by Kula. So, if they've all been beaten by Kula, and Peru is greater than Kula, what left is there to do? Nothing. So, not, for, not, with, not with the rest of Asia? No. I look at that, I'm like, I could either rehash this stuff 500 million times, which is what everyone is trying to do. I'm watching them. They're trying so hard to rehash that glory day. Or I could put that to the side and say, hey, Let's move on to these other things. There's so much other stuff out there that we could be focusing on. Look at these new games coming out. Hell, even KOF 15 is about to come out in February. Because shouldn't y'all be dedicating to that? We haven't seen any Peruvians at Evo mainly. We've seen the Mexicans, some Chileans. We haven't seen the Peruvians or Brazilians. Or, we haven't. So let's get to you all, the, really, the, the talent of Latin America. We need to showcase you all and get you all up to these places. Let y'all see what y'all can do. Just, you know, bear with me. I'm human. I got my own stuff going on. But... I'm going to try to do it the best I can. We even got Colombians. So just, that's how it comes about. And so I look at all these games. 98 UM. Let's start with stuff they're familiar with because they know 98 well. Even Neo Wave because it's so close to 2002. They just need to learn a new technique. And I think it's new technique that I know is going to serve them well. They need to learn just defense. They need to learn how to parry in third strike. They need to learn that. That's technique that they have never learned because they're playing 2002. They're not going to learn that playing 97 to 2002. Any game they play, they're not going to learn the technique of how to parry or just defense. They haven't even played Garou, most of them. So they need to learn that. Uh, I mean, I'm just trying to think. There's so many different things that they right, can learn. Right. So many different things that they can learn just from picking up in those six groups. That, that's just technique that they've never been taught. That Asia is already advanced because they already know that. So they may have the skill, but they need to learn the technique so that when they finally get caught up and they're playing these current these games, they'll be ready. They'll, they'll know the technique, and they'll be able to bring something new to the table like Benny is doing in Battle Call with Washizuka right now. That's because he, he feels confident. He knows the system. He's bringing something new to the table, which is what I knew they would do. So I'm giving them the opportunity to bring something new to the table. And now Battle Call Seam is having its own kind of revival. That's kind of what I want to do with each of these games. Give them its own kind of revival question. and keep going. So Let me ask you this uh, before we go on. You just had a whole bunch there. And like you said, you have your own things in life uh, going on. I believe the last time you uh, were on the show, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but like you said, you don't know how much longer you're going to be doing this. Uh, you know, like, hey, listen, you, you want to move on in life. You know, you're going to get married. Maybe you'll have some kids in the future. But uh, and you also said you, you try to let them do it on their own. And you're just like sitting back and realizing, man, it's like you, you guys are kind of failing putting anything together. And, uh, well, it's not rocket science. It's just, I guess, some people just can't come together to put things together mm -hmm. properly. But, uh, but since we are talking about your future organizing this event, does it bother you that you're pretty much the head of the table? You seem to be the only one who's able to put these things together. I mean, I've talked to Athena, and she's kind of like your liaison down there, but she mm -hmm. mainly still plays uh, 2K2 UM. Not yep. UM, excuse me. Uh, she mainly... Um, organizes and directs and possibly gets back to you regarding stuff for 2k2 but uh -huh. does it bother you man that you don't have somebody that all the stuff that you've done throughout the years it seems nobody has caught on to be you know like a proper organizer of like even small little things for it cannot be hard 
to put together a first to 50, first to 30 in, uh, you know, 2K2. Does it bother you, man, that you're the one who has to take everything by the horns and, and lead everybody down there? Or are you, are you just so used to it that you know, it doesn't even bother you anymore? In 2002, they're trying to copy me. It's extremely clear. If, you know, if that's what you see, if I can, they're, they're trying to, they try, they've brought Vegeta up to Mexico about two or three times already. And again, I mean, it's so, uh, I see it. Uh, they're, they're trying to arrange Vegeta versus Cavacinia. They try, they, you know, they try to get Mono up to Mexico and stuff. So they're doing stuff. It's just, but it's just, I always have to lead the charge. Why do they so, fail? It's just, I don't know. It's just, they don't, they're too competitive. Some of them are too competitive with one another that they don't understand unity or they don't have the vision. So they don't have the vision and they don't know what it takes to put stuff together because everybody is so, they're so envious of, of each other. That's kind of. How, how a lot of them are. More so. along the lines of they just have too much of a competitive mindset instead of an organizer's mindset because anybody who's done both knows there's a big difference. You know, when you want to Absolutely. dedicate yourself to be an organizer, you have to take the competitive side completely out of it unless you're competing with another organizer. Whereas right. these guys, uh, you basically said, these guys and girls, they're all competitors. And like Athena has told us, like you've told us and how we've read all over the place, let's be honest here, Mexico and Peru players do not like each other. Especially, nope. especially because of something that you mentioned last time, you know, Mex Mexicans look down on Peruvians. Mm -hmm. you know? it, yep. So, so basically that's what you're telling me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, and it's, it's they're still trying to live that Mexico. They're still trying to beat Peru in 2002 right now. I promise you, they're still trying to beat them in Peru right now. So, I mean, I could just keep trying to do that, or I could just say, you know what, let y'all do that, and I'm going to move on to something else. But they're so competitive trying to prove that they can beat Peru, they don't see anything else. They, they miss the big picture, and that's just where they are. They're stuck in this world that I created years ago with the Salado versus Buchecha stuff and Kula. And all that, and they just they can't seem to see past that. Not even for KO fifteen. Some of them just they're stuck in that world that I created, that matrix that I created. Basically, they're stuck right in it. They just don't. They can't seem to. They can't seem to escape it. And that's that's basically what I see for a lot of them. Uh, before so. we get on to a little bit of Project Avengers, uh, let me ask you this because this is one of the reasons why I wanted to talk to you today. The open beta happened uh, a few weeks ago, and this upcoming weekend there's going to be another open beta for uh, fifteen. With 15, well, first of all, how did Latin America receive um, KOF 14? Because I know 13 was very beloved down there. Mm -hmm. I mean, 13 in general was such a great game. Right. And, you know, they have, like, 13 has, I wouldn't want to say as rabid a fan base as 2K2, but nope. 13, does, <laughs> 13 does have some toxic community, you know, little, yep. little pockets of it. Right. We, we all understand why. But right. how, how did Latin America receive KOF 14? It took a while for it to really catch on because Why they didn't like the graphics. Because the graphics. Uh, same so, reason uh, over here, man. Yeah, so it took a while for them to take it seriously and stuff. But uh, after they saw a lot of the videos and, you know, again, that was the time when I was sending people too. So I sent Kula to play E.T. And that just kind of really helped to kick stuff off because they brought Kula to Columbia or brought E.T. to Columbia. And I said, I'll match it. I'll send Kula to Columbia. We'll make a big event, do stuff out of it. And then people were like, wow, Kula's Angel's really good. And so, you know, they wanted to see Cooler versus Shaohai and uh, M-Dash and stuff. And then, remember, I sent Cooler to Japan. So that helped set it off, to, took it to another level because they saw Cooler versus M-Dash. And they saw M-Dash beat him the first time, and then they saw Cooler beat M-Dash in KL 14. And never mind, mind you, M-Dash was the world champion at this time. So 
all that stuff had to like put gas on that that like got the the KOF 14 flame really going in Latin America until you know I, I and I just I got so caught up in all the other stuff trying to finish 2002 and all this other stuff that I couldn't really keep that flame going as much but it still it still kept going a little bit but they but for 15 is much more well received you know for obvious reasons it's like they're appealing to 2002 and 98 by bringing back the Rochi characters and Chizuru and oh yeah, you know oh, yeah. Vanessa. I even saw I even saw the leak for Vanessa and all that stuff. So it's like they're trying to appeal to the '98 2002 players. So that's that's I already see that being well much more well received right now. Plus better graphics. Yeah, well the uh, is the beta going to be available in those countries this weekend as well? I don't even know. I haven't. I I could I I couldn't keep up with. I saw the thing yesterday. I just didn't get to read it, so I don't I don't know. But there was a date when it's going to be available. But I don't know if it's going to be available in those countries. So. That's what the thing. are the early thoughts about it? I think it looks pretty good so far. It looks pretty interesting. I was uh, uh, catching an eye on it. Uh, it does look like it has some of the same mechanics as 2002. Uh, it's not 2002. It's 14. Uh, but, you know, a lot, of, a lot of things they were complaining about 14, 14 was that it was too beginner-friendly with the uh, one with the one bar activation. You know, so it looks like they took that out. They listened to that complaint from people. And uh, because of that, you know, I think people are starting to like they're, they're liking what they see. They're liking what they see so far. So. Latin America, um, you mentioned something, returning to EVO. And in general, let's be honest, returning to the U.S. circuit, the world circuit. Are we, mm -hmm. uh, can we expect a much bigger turnout of Latin America, those Hispanic countries, maybe even some Pakistanis and everything, to uh, show up like they did for KOF 13 when that game dropped? Because a lot of people, uh, not that people forget, man. I mean, KOF 13 had a big presence in the U.S. Right. circuit, man. Right. I mean, those evils had some of the best hype mm -hmm. moments during those years. Mm -hmm. and, and it had a great mix of Latin America, American players, Japanese players. Right, Korean. Outside the World mm -hmm. Championship, man. Uh, those were as close as uh, high-level pools as we are ever going to see. Could we right. expect... Um, I mean, listen, let's be honest. Uh, with everything that's going on in the world... We also mm -hmm. we all have to remember we're still not out of this pandemic. Right. So some of those people over there, you know, some of the guys and girls over there may have some. They maybe they don't want to leave their countries. Uh, maybe mm -hmm. travel restrictions. Um, right. Right. Uh, you know, maybe they, obviously you have to be scared, man. This thing is, uh, you know, right. ravaging the world. But Omicron. Is that, yeah, Omicron. Sounds like a video game every single time. <laughs> right, it right, right. It does, right? Like some hack and uh -huh. um, game. But, uh, <laughs> But from anything that you're hearing, are some of them really going to be trying to go hard to make it to the next EVO? I mean, especially when this game drops. It's, it's expected to be at EVO. Are, um, uh -huh. are any of them talking about possibly making the trip? Are you going to be helping any of them make the trip over? See, that's the thing. That's why I'm trying hard to get my, you know, do what I'm doing right now. Because it's kind of like what you said. If I don't take the initiative, uh, that stuff's not going to happen. I mean, let's, let's think about KO13. Let's go back. Had I not sponsored Bala and Romance to go to the final That's round, right. this whole story would it would be to have a totally different slant. You all may not even know who Bala was. Yeah. You may not even know who he was. No, so it's, uh, it's the same the same, same thing. I have to I see the initiative, but I have to kind of they I got to help them with their visas and I got to help them with all the stuff. And so I know if I don't do it, there are a lot of these people are not going to get there, and we might miss on another Mysterio. I mean, think about that. I paid for Mysterio to go to NEC, and you know about him now. <laughs> so, I, it, it's, 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 yep, yep, Mysterio, Luis Chai, and keep going down the list. Kula, I'm just calling all these names now that people know. Mono, I mean, you know, Toshi, I mean, it's just, I have to 
if I don't do it, it's going to be hard to believe that some other people will. You know, Arsenal Ash, you know, he got lucky and got with Red Bull and other people after winning Evo and stuff. So he's able to do stuff. But most people aren't going to get that type of help. So what I'm doing right now, trying to put myself in a position with my business so that hopefully by the time of Evo, I'll be able to help people and not blink, blink, blink an eye. But I got to do that and get married or plan for marriage. So it's tough right now. So I've got to kind of do that, plan for marriage, get back in, in shape to compete at Evo since I'm playing as a player and organize stuff. So that's why people don't see me as active right now because I'm I got a lot on my plate that I'm trying to juggle and I want to hopefully start I want to start at the right time. So And you know what by the way man it's not just only man because of Lucas we know who Bala is, we know who Mysterio is. You 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 mm-hmm. also help them out, you know, development wise. You know, some of these guys may possibly have never gotten out of those countries. Nope. They're they're they're, they're able to see a different part of the world where video right. gaming it, you know, it's accepted in culture and society. Right. We had um, Kane Blue River, and you know who he is. Uh, uh-huh. He, uh, Marvel uh, yeah, champion, so, right? Yeah, Marvel champion. I believe he's right. from Chile. Yep. And it was very revealing, man. Some people got to remember, those countries down there, they look at video gaming, at least, you know, like the established society, they look at it as, it, as if it's a complete joke. And, this, right. you know, this kid, he's a Marvel champion. He's, right. he's literally traveled the world. He made his living playing video games. But in mm-hmm. those countries, it's just a completely uh, different mindset. It's a hobby. What? Right. Yeah, exactly. It's a hobby. What? You play video games? What the hell are you doing, mm-hmm. man? Go become an accountant. Go do something that's right. actually going to help out society. Right. So not only did you expose them out to the competitive gaming world, you've actually also helped them out opening up their minds. Um, seeing the world, just a different view of the world instead of, unfortunately, the campos or wherever it is that they uh-huh. came from there, those very poor places. So, you know, right. a, a, lot of, a lot of them owe a, a lot of gratitude to you. Right, because I'm not about them just so staying with LD or whatever. I don't, that doesn't, I look at it like, hey, I can get, get you, I see what you got. Allow me to offer you some assistance and, you know, help you get where you need to be. Like even Vegeta, same thing, right? You know, help me allow me to help you get where you need to be in life, you know, wherever that is, you know. So and I'm fine with that because I feel like that's what I'm here to partly what I'm what I'm here to do. I just I I feel I feel strongly with that. So that's why I feel like I need it's time to come back to that, especially with one of my organizers, you know, recently dying in Ecuador. That told me I definitely need to finish what I started. Yeah, I tell me I needed to finish what I started uh, because he he uh, he he wanted to get shot Ecuador because. uh there's no visa for Ecuador, uh, for Chinese. So that was one of the things he talked about. And so whenever that happened, yep. So whenever it happened, you know, I, I said, romance, man, we got to we gotta make this happen, man. You know, it, it doesn't matter how long it takes. Time is changing. You know, I'm getting ready to get married and stuff. But we got to make this happen, man. And this guy's memory at the least because this is what he wanted to happen. So uh, we need to take it. We need to make it happen. So kind of the reason why I want to make sure I'm going to come back because I feel like I have unfinished business and that, like, put it over the edge. I was like, I, gotta, I definitely got to finish this 98 saga up. So, and you know what? I'm uh, looking at uh, the bigger picture now. You're about to get married, and like mm-hmm. you said, you uh, you feel like you need to come back ASAP to do something. Listen, right. man, I, don't, I don't need to tell anybody in this podcast who's married. Half your time to your hobbies to you know everything else gets taken away. Yep, a significant other. And yep. you said it yourself, you didn't get around to organizing a lot of stuff for KOF 14 just because uh-uh. you have so much stuff happening in your life. Uh-huh. With this new game dropping, I'm sure, between KOF 15 and Project Avengers, with the looming idea that you're going to get married, you're trying to uh-huh. get back to the community as much as possible, get back to these players as much as possible. 
Yeah, pretty much. Basically, with, with knowing that, you're basically full steam ahead, right? Yep. Plus, I'm as a player, I'm coming back because I got some people are saying it's oh, like they've all, as I said, people have forgotten. They've forgotten. They've used the team, the organizer. They've forgotten that I can play. I'm like, I'm gonna remind y'all that. So that's why I'm doing this. I'm like, let me remind you all that I can play, and especially in battle calls here, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty, pretty high up there. So I just want to remind people because I'm, I'm going to Evo to organize, but and to play. So I'm going to be looking for Japanese, etc., to challenge in battle calls here, etc. So. I'm trying to get back in top shape. And the irony is the guy I'm with right now, he lives really close to my fiance. So it's, it's, it's convenient. So it's like, it's, it's very convenient. So I said, you know what? I'm with my fiance every weekend anyway. He's 20 minutes up the street. So I, just, it's, so we, it's the, I already told her, I said, hey, I'm going to come stay with you, but certain day I'm going to come play with him once a week or whatever because we got to get ready for Evo. And so it, it works. So plus our son's a gamer. So it always works. It works. It works pretty well. So. Well, with you being, uh, you know, with you, uh, um, excuse me, with you going head full steam as an organizer for uh, Project Avengers and KOF and also being uh, trying to get back to being a full-time gamer, let mm -hmm. me ask you this first for KOF 15. What are you expecting out of the game as a player? What are you expecting the longevity of the game as an organizer? Uh, as a player, I'm expecting some, or some well, both. I, I can speak on both. I expect the longevity of the game because I know they're going to keep adding DLC and they're going to keep tweaking stuff if it's really broken. Yeah, that's, uh, the, so. that's the way of the world in gaming these days. Mm-hmm. I, I expect it to last l longer because I know that's how it's going to be. Uh, the way it looks so far, I think it's going to have a better reception than, than KL14 from the beginning. Yeah, it looks really good. Definitely the graphics are much better. Right. And it seems more hardcore. And they got a more a cast that caters more toward the hardcore cast. So I expect it to be very competitive from the beginning. I expect KL15 to be, to be honest. I expect it to come out pretty, pretty firing, pretty free much uh, for quite some time. And so I just want to be able to. a much longer run than KOF13? Because, again, KOF13 had a nice, fun little two or three, I want to say maybe two-year run, two-and-a-half-year run. Is this game, are you expecting it to at least go farther than that? I, I would I hope it would, but that seems to be the cap. Camp thirteen seems to be the max, the max that I've seen so far. It even it's even gone further than Samurai Showdown. So well, listen, Showdown, blame the netcode on that. Right, 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 right. But hey, KOF thirteen didn't really have netcode either at that time. So Yeah, but KOF thirteen was admired by this whole uh, you know, absolutely going on. Right, right, <laughs> right. So I mean, yeah, you have to kinda have it with the the Samurai Showdown, right. So but but, I mean, yeah, I'm hoping. I hope it does, but i got to remember we're in the United States, so I have to look at it from the lens of the United States. But that's also, again, why I kind of want to go full steam into the organizing because I feel like I can bring a different perspective to it by having different events in different countries where those games are the primary, not the secondary. Like, so. No, definitely, man, definitely. Listen, I'm, I, I'm pretty sure I speak for everybody that everybody's waiting for KOF 13, just waiting. Uh, here, uh, one of the guys for the team, He's uh, trying to put together, he's doing a good job so far of putting together a little event that basically, uh, I believe, um, maybe a week or two after the game drops, or maybe he's going to be doing it during the weekend of the game dropping. Mm -hmm. He's going to try to have like a big event, different territories in the U.S., and so far he's cool. gotten a lot of confirms. And he, cool. uh, you know, he's uh, definitely going to be going um, deep into this game, especially here in the Northeast, because uh, you know, Excellent. here in um, Northeast, especially New York, a lot, a lot of KOF pockets. In fact, oh, yeah. uh, this weekend, uh, tomorrow, um, Romulus himself is going to have uh -huh. a uh, KOF 15 beta tournament over at Brooklyn nice. Video Games. Uh -huh, I know the place. Of, uh, oh yeah, oh you know yep. the place. Yep. 
Yep. I, 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 we were, me and Arturo were planning a couple of things for a couple of while. We were working with them, doing stuff back in the day. So, mm -hmm. oh, yeah. they, actually, I, they actually took it further and they got Esteban from Ciudad Juarez, Angel King, to come up. And I was like, if y'all get Esteban, he's going to he's gonna wreck all y'all. Because he's like, he's the original, he's the original Angel player from 2002. So, he's like the, the maestro for Angel. Every, the Angel style started with him. And so they actually was able to get him from Warrens up to Brooklyn Video Games. And I was like, man, y'all get him up there. He's going he's gonna, he's gonna to destroy all of you. And that's exactly what happened. So, Because <laughs> yeah, I played him. I don't so. know if Brooklyn Video Games is the place where a lot of the uh, Chinatown Fair regulars went. Like uh, people like Taliban and some uh -huh. of those other places. I, I, I know him. Yeah. I know him. I haven't seen him forever. Yeah, <laughs> I forget if Brooklyn Video Games was the place they mainly, you know, congregated after Chinatown uh -huh. Fair closed down. He was a really powerful player, man. He was really, really good. I remember him so well. Yeah, I haven't yep. seen him in a long time. Jeez, Me neither. Throwing, yeah, we're, we're throwing out old uh, old names here. I remember watching, um, now that we're throwing out old names, just to go a different direction real quick. Just It just reminded me of that uh, player who, whenever you saw Mexico 2K2 stuff in, like, the early 2000s, you saw, what's his name, uh, Cannibal. Cannibal, uh, yep. What, what's he up to, man? Is he still around? I, yeah, I got him. He's, he's, he just seems like uh, he's been, for a while, man, he's actually moved to Capcom. So he's been playing, like, the Street Fighter stuff. Oh, and nice. Because try, try, try they have that movement in Mexico, too. But as you can imagine, it's flipped. So Mexico, Street Fighter in Mexico is like KOF in the United States. So that's the... That's that's how that is. But he's trying. They've been trying to work on the. Yep, that's how it is. So they've been focusing on that mute on that movement to try to get it to the 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 the, the tours and stuff representing that's awesome, Mexico. Man. So that's freaking yeah. Awesome. So. But anyway, again with KOF 15, everybody's waiting for that game to drop. It's yep. the SNK community, and we're all hoping that the game has rolled back because, as you know, nowadays that's the Gotta thing that it. determines whether a game you know has a life. That has right. a lasting longing appeal, at least here in the States, in Mexico, right. Peru, all those places. Everybody is so They're going to play it offline. Yeah, yeah. They, they could definitely play offline. Not that, you know, New York has a big offline community, but it's just such a bigger country where, mm -hmm. um, you know, I had Desmond on a few episodes ago. And even yep, he's I know him. Saying, oh, you heard the episode? Oh, no, I haven't heard, I heard the episode, but yeah, I know, I know, I know him very quite well. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, we actually mentioned you in that episode for a while there regarding you and a friend of yours from a while back, uh, all your arguments you had in Sharuk, and I told I told Desmond. Uh, it's like, either oh, yeah, Dirty I, Work, I Dirty know. Work, or, or Dojo Destroyer, one of the two. Emil. So. Emil, oh, that guy, yeah, I know, yeah. Yeah, it was a quick little fun little conversation, but ha. it is what it is. You're the one who... He actually told me, he wished we, we, we you know, he actually, we actually spoke on Facebook. He's like, you know, we were all... We actually had a a hard to hard conversation like it's all like buried and done with. There you and go, see man. when you that, when you can do that, you know you know two thousand two is over. You know it's done. <laughs> so Listen, man, that's great to hear. Like me and Desmond said, it was a different time, right, man? We were. All it was. Younger. Everybody, everybody at that around that age, you know, they they all fight about everything. But it's nice to hear, man, that you guys got together and you know had a cup of coffee and just. Yeah. You know, just put everything aside. Putting KOF 15 aside now, again, we're all just waiting for that game to drop. Beta drops this week, and I'm sure you're going to be playing it. Let's talk a little bit about Project Avengers, man. How sure. did that you pick the uh, roster of games to be part of this project of yours? I look at everything that I see uh, that they haven't played from basically uh, 92 to now. And I look at it, I'm like, we have to cover this base. You know, that's a monstrous assignment. But we got to take it one step at a time. And so I look at it, I'm like, hey, have y'all played these games? Have you played these games? Or you have them, why don't you play them? Because everyone plays 2002. Aha, okay. So let's play it. I want you to be the judge. 
You know, if you if you play the game and you don't like it, that's fine. But play the game. Give it a chance. Right? right, even Neil Wave, give it a chance. You determine whether you like it or not. And lo and behold, they play it and they're playing it at a different level. So people are seeing even Neil Wave at a different level. Because they're playing with a high understanding of 2002. So they're seeing it from a different perspective. So it's like, you know what? Hmm, I still don't like New Wave, but hey, the way the Peruvians are playing it, I can watch it at least. And they, or they might play this uh, another game that people may not think of. And it's the same thing, Double Dragon or something. They, they bring something new to the table. That's so these games, yeah. So these, these they, 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 they bring something new to the table to these games because the style is so different. And that's what kind of... I'm I'm letting people see they they alone are helping to create a quote unquote multiverse <laughs> if you want to use Marvel terms I'm creating a multiverse in these games instead of just having a, uh, one in 2002 I'm picking all these different games and they're having their own their own their own universes that's basically what that, I want to have and by the way it's like you said to yourself man it's uh it, it's not as if you're forcing it on them uh -uh. it's just like guys look. There's different worlds over here. Luckily right. for you, you have some players who just can't stand 2K2. You right. They, they have uh, vanilla 2K2. It's, it's just so easy for me to say 2K2 UM because that's that's the one yeah. I always play. But yeah. you, not only are you are you bringing it into their eyeballs, you're also bringing their talent. Peruvians, as you've mentioned before, and a lot of people have said, because it is a, such a small community compared to Mexico. Right. The top players play with each other all the time, so they all the, the time. So right. now, what you're doing is you're you're introducing new games to this environment. And it's like, look, right. guys. I mean, do the games play differently? Yes, but they're still competitive games. They're still fighting right. games with a right. lot of things you still love. You love to right. play, and you're basically bringing this into the environment of. Uh, like, let's see what the heck you guys could do. You, you, we already know you're godlike in this game. Don't get me wrong. We right. all know that. Let's right. see what the heck you could do in this game. In this, this one. Is, exactly. I'm moving forward with this. This is right. my plan. If you right. guys want to stay back and play 2K2UM, keep no playing with the Mexicans, you know, have fun right. at it. I'm moving right. forward. And it seems like right. you've gotten a lot of really good feedback from the players you're trying to get this to go with, right? Right, because we even started with Neo Wave, and they're talking about that. And then they're like, guys, Neo Wave is just one game. I keep telling them, Neo Wave is just one game. I mean, Neo Wave is the bridge. Because that's what you 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 understand. So like, I'm going to use New Wave as a bridge to show you some new concepts, and that's what I said I'm going to use it for. When you stick with it or whatever, hey, there's still 60 plus other games to go. And so we hit Neo Geo Battlecoliseum that has a very high reception. <laughs> I mean, it's Mexico's oh, yeah. playing it that has an extreme. I'm like, guys, this game is a great game that you all just haven't played. They're all been saying it like this is a really good game. I'm like, I told y'all. <laughs> so aren't you glad By you played way, it? Man, yeah. So I'm sure, I'm sure I'll say it for you. Now that uh, we mentioned before, now that 5K has the netcode that it does, the um the the plugins, they have no reason not no. to touch the game. You know, nope. It, nope. It, it, even if you don't have more than two or three players who are playing it in your area, you right. literally have the internet, and with the rollback right. netcode that the that the system has now, okay, you may have some of the crappiest internet because I'm sure internet down there isn't as amazing as it no. is here. No, oh no, still, yeah. The game, the games still give you a chance to play a really good. Listen, man, summoning the guy, um, the Mortal Kombat head that we had on here, great guy by the way. Uh huh. He, he lives in Switzerland, and he's able to play Mortal Kombat one and two. You know, on the internet. Now he he doesn't like playing online games, man. This is a guy who grew up in the arcades. So I understand. The idea, yeah, the ideas <laughs> of him playing online is silly. But he's a, again, guys, he's a guy who lives in Switzerland. 
okay? Yep. He's in yep. Switzerland. And he's able to play those games perfectly fine with people from England, people from the U.S. So if he could do it, man, those people could do it. You learn, and like I say, you'll. I use it. I tell people now that I've done it. I'm like, hey, use it as an opportunity to see different styles. Now I always study the replays on the different people's channels, all on YouTube, all the time to pick up new tricks just watching them. But I'm like, it's different when you're playing against a person and you're seeing it live. You know, you'll learn it. I think you'll you'll learn it faster. So, you know, even if it, that's just what I've noticed, you'll learn some tricks a little bit faster, and everyone brings a different style to the table. So just use it to do that and take your game to the next level while you're just sitting. Until we have a you know a big some big offline tournaments, which you know they're coming eventually. But right. you know you know what I mean. So. Yeah, of course, of course. So uh, let's let's review here for a second, just to give the listeners uh, an, an idea. So you're gonna have Neo Geo Battle Coliseums. To me, every single like every single time I see you, when uh, when you and your buddy there are streaming or recording, it mm -hmm. seems that that's the baby. That's the number one yep. game you want to have you know showcased. Uh, after Neo Geo Battle Coliseums, what are the other games? I believe you said it's uh, one of the Samurai Showdown games, right? Samurai 6, because people are talking so much about Samurai 7. I'm like, y'all, I get it. Y'all play Samurai 7. But you totally missed this game. And to me, this game is arguably the best Samurai Showdown. Because you're talking about 60-something characters and 7 to 9 different oh, yeah. groups from all the Samurais. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, I get it. Samurai 2019 is great. But they had to reboot because this game had everything. So they had no choice but to reboot Samurai 7 because 6 had it all. So I'm trying to show them that. KOF 11, Neo Wave, 2002 UM, uh, um, the Mortal Kombat games. We're going to hit those up, the old school. And so here's the thing. I can tell them to play the games, but I think it'll be more effective if I show them how I play the games. Because then right, they'll right. realize, they'll be like, wait a minute, he can't play. That's right. As they're seeing the battle call saying, ooh, he's actually pretty good. That's right. So they're seeing it firsthand, and then that, that's helping them to pick it up and learn it because I'm, sh I'm showing them different stuff well, in the game. It also helps, man, that you have a big following. You've uh, put your efforts into those countries. They, uh, I'm sure you've gotten some looks at the beginning, but they saw eventually that you're really out there to help them. So you have yep. a big following, and it's like, well, if Lucas – is playing a Neo Geo Battle Coliseum. Hey, let's check this game out. Right. You know, he's he's enjoying himself. Right. And uh, maybe we could enjoy ourselves too. And look at that. Okay, it's not it's not KOF. It's not. Mm -mm. It has KOF characters. It has a lot right. of SNK characters, but it's right. a different game. Yes, there does exist things outside of regular uh, vanilla 2K2. And, right. And that following that you've created basically is opening the doors for these games. And speaking of the games. And uh, we're going to finish off with the list right now. All the games you mentioned, it's like you said, it seems to me that you don't want to include any of the newer games like Samurai 7 or, you know. Oh, I do. Oh, oh but, but is that going to be further down the line for another project? Because it seems to me that Project Avengers is basically only focusing on those old on those games from, like, you know, 15, like you said, between 15, uh, the 15 years between 2K2 and wh whatever it is that you want to say, because they're, they're much older games. I, we have to break it in phases, and that's what I tell people. That's phase, phase one, two, three, four, and five. So it's, it's a, but it, 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 we got to go in the long, the long haul. We got to play the long game here, because I don't want them to just play the game and skip to go to other just because they want to skip to KO 15. We can still play KO 15. I'm going to play KO 15. But, again, I tell them, you all have all the talent in the world. What you lack is technique. <laughs> so the technique, because you skip these games, you can't just skip. From A to Z, 
you got to go A, B, C, D, E, F, G, and keep going. So I want to make sure they hit all these games and they learn it and they master each one of these games and they pick it up because then they're going to see as time evolves and these games are they're playing the more recent games, that, that technique is going to carry with them. And that technique is going to carry. Because we're going to play even X-Men vs. Street Fighter. Technique's going to carry with them. So that whenever they play these new games, oh, oh, hey, hey, I'm playing it on beginning. Yeah, we're going to start with that. You're all going to see me playing that game, X vs. Street Fighter, count on it, on a modded Xbox. I intend on it. That's going to be part of it. But, again, that's going to help them to when they get to these new games, then they'll be, they'll be up to par with everybody else because the technique they see is not going to be so foreign to them because the technique in the games today are based off of what you've seen yesteryear. They haven't played yesteryear, so how could they possibly understand right, it? Right, I get what so, you're saying, right. Um, and that's awesome, man, that you're basically showing them. Um, let's catch up with everything first. Because even though these right. games are much older, they're kind of like, they, do they have the same communities as, as Super Turbo? No. But thanks to renewed interest because of Fight right. Club, those communities right. are going to, you know, they're going to come up. People people sometimes forget these guys putting these plugins into these emulators, they're also bringing those communities together even, even yep. closer than they have been before. I mean, Neo yep. Geo Battle Coliseum didn't even really have much of a, of, of a chance because, you know, that game came out at a certain time yeah at a certain time where fighting games were a little bit down i mean we had uh -huh. a we had a machine here at chinatown fair but not many people played it you know it, it nope. was a little bit of a different game but like i said fighting games in general during that time were they just weren't holding eyeballs as much as they used to you got what i'm nope. saying third strike even took a while to catch on so yes it did yes it did and um it, obviously that game had a lot of backlash because we're all mm -hmm. the street fighter 2 characters outside of yep Japan. yep <laughs> and, you know, it, that, that just happens right it, but it's really cool man that you're doing that with all the with all these players man it's like listen dude guys just just get off of 2k2 for for a little bit for a minute you know, right we're, we're, like this is a it ain't going nowhere world. but your life is that's what exactly. i tell them you're getting older 2002 is not it's, no, it's staying it's, it's going to stay the same yeah it's getting older you can say but it ain't going nowhere you are it's like the Marvel 2 crowd you know I know a lot of those players from here it's uh they love their game and there's uh -huh. absolutely nothing wrong with it nope. although I think they're a little bit more open to playing other games compared to KOF 2k2 understood players. that's just me though that's what I think you you know you're basically affirming that for me because you, uh -huh. you you you've seen it over there um, I can see the the concepts in Marvel translate to melty blood guilty right. gear a couple other right. stuff so it's yeah so i can see that definitely so uh again we uh, already covered neo wave neo geo battle coliseum um samurai six what mm -hmm. other games are you planning on having at this roster man kof 11 um uh, I'm, I'm playing it i am playing it getting ready to make my comeback on it because i, I and again i want to be the example now you know i don't play it like i used to if i did play it like i used to i know what i'd have to do I would have to travel to Mexico like I used to. Juarez, I'd go to Puebla, go to these other countries, go to you know these places and train. But I want to be the example in that game because I told people, I'm like, hey, I got second at an EVO in KF11 and I won one. So I want to be the example and say, hey, even in the KOF, you know, you should play this game. The concept it has in it is great. And, you know, if they made an NGBC2, I think this is how they should do it. And so, again, I want to be the example. Right. And I want to say, hey, I'm willing to go to Evo. I'm willing to challenge Shao Hai, E.T., M-Dash, Mad KOF, NKOF 11, win, lose, or draw, just, again, show you all, you know, help that help revive that scene again. Because they see that, oh, they're going to go crazy. 
And it's only heaven forbid if I land a duo, a duo on leader combo on Shahar, man, that's gonna it's gonna be good. It's gonna go crazy. So <laughs> I'm already, I'm already picturing how all that stuff's gonna go and how that scene is just gonna explode. Just around, I'm picturing all those possibilities. And so we you know keep that going. Plus fight Kate and Kev Eleven is gonna be on fire like never before because you have all these all this different right. stuff that we just right. didn't have back then. We didn't when Kev when I was doing Kev Eleven tournaments, we didn't have Shahar or M Dash or ET or Korea. We didn't have them there. So. Imagine all these people now there. It'd just be crazy. Nuts. So. What other games, man? Uh, I'm trying to think. All the World Heroes. I started Peru with World Heroes 2. So they like World Heroes 2 because they forgot about that game. And oh, World Heroes 2 World has Heroes a parry. A, it has a parry system. So they were able to learn to parry. I was able to teach them somewhat of a parry, the bounce back fireball, with that, and then show them that in Neo Wave. And so they were able to understand that concept from just showing me at, them at his basics at World Heroes 2. Uh, World Heroes 2 Jet, World Heroes Perfect. Uh, I've showed them all the Samurai Showdowns now because they've only really played two. Two yeah. and, and, and seven. Yeah, so two I'm and showing seven, two. yeah. Because two was That's all basically. over the place. Right. So then I'm showing them three, four, five special, and six. So <laughs> I'm showing them all that, of course. Uh, Last Blade, one, two. I'm showing them that game. Because I'm like, you learn Last Blade, you'll get really good at your reflexes. Right. Third well, Strike. Definitely, definitely Third Strike. Get good at your reflexes with third strike. Very good. You're going to learn how to parry. Very good. Uh, we're going to go to Garo very soon. So I'm going to show them that. Uh, I'm trying to think. Mortal Kombat. Oh, right. Real quick, before you go on, third strike. Mm -hmm. I remember um, maybe you know this character or maybe you could correct me. I was watching a stream a while back, man, and there was a, uh, a player from Mexico. I think his name was Also. Do, do, you, do you know who that is? I don't know, I don't know that name. Mm-mm. Huh, okay, I, I wanted to see if you knew because I know I knew mm -hmm. he was Mexican, and mm -hmm. um, he they, uh, they were playing the um, what was it the the PS3 PS4 port or whatever it was for okay. Strike the one that had the GGPO on it. And okay, we, he, dude, he was wrecking everybody, even some top Asian players. That hey, I just wanted to see if you knew who he was. Uh, uh I don't recognize the name off the top of my head, but I'll, yeah. I'm just, I'll look. I'll look up. You gave me some homework. There you go. Man. <laughs> so. well, you get back to me on that one. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, man. I'm so yeah. Let, let's keep going. Sure. So I'm trying to think. Uh, what else? Uh, we're 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 Tekken Tag has a huge following in Peru because Peru so is I've the world. They're the world champions in Tekken Tag. They beat Korea. Go figure. They better than Korea in Tekken Tag. So, so yeah, I've been tapping into that. I'm looking at that as the the new 2K2 because that has, it's, it's showing very similarity how how so I'm I'm getting into te the Tekken song, uh, look at Tekken Seven, getting some of these people to play that, and you right, know we're right. gonna go Soul Soul Caliber. We're gonna hit all the Soul Calibers. We're gonna hit the Dead or Lives, the newer games. Y'all are gonna start seeing videos of me streaming with the newer games. We've had this plan for some time. Just stuff will fall apart from, from time to time, but you're going to see that. Me playing these newer games and, you know, and getting getting down to them. Uh, so they can show people can see the, the, the best of both sides, the retro and the current, you know, and all the stuff in between. Uh, I'm trying to think As I an keep organizer, going. man, logistically, what are you looking at here? Uh, are you going to be providing the majority of the systems and monitors? Are you yep. going to be renting out centers? Yep. Uh, take us through that. My, my objective is with the business plan that I have, once my business plan gets in place, I'm not worried about resources. And that's basically how I'm going at it. That's the plan I have from the beginning. Uh, I'm working on something right now that, you know, once it finalizes and I, keep, I get myself where I want to be, I'm not worried about resources. So I'd be able to do this on a macro level, major macro level. 
the, like an Evo or something. And that's basically what I've been focusing on. And so I just got to stick the course right now and not get sidetracked by, you know, the, uh, too much gaming stuff right now. So that whenever I do plan my official comeback, that's how it's going to be. And that's, what I, that's why it's been, it's been so long. Because I wanted to be at that point where I can come back and do it at a macro level. To where I can be like, hey, Shy, come to, come to Brazil. Done. Done. And that's how I want to be. So, so are you trying to make this a, um, an annual event? Oh, more than annual. I wanted to be all the time. I mean, I wanted to be more active. Uh, act very active. I wanted to be where if I wanted to just on the drop of a dime, take an idea and do it in a big country, I want to be able to do it, you know? Because before I had to plan and, you know, plan the money and set it aside, I wanted to be at a point where I don't even have to think about it. It's at a drop of an eye. is done. And that's, that's the point where I'm, I'm close. I'm close to getting to. I just got to stick to stick the course. And that's, things will be at a level where it has never been before. And that's how I want it to be. And I want it to be comfortable, right. super comfortable. And that's why I'm taking so much time away. So I want it to be to where it's not even going to cost me nothing. I mean, like, it'll you know, do something at that level. It'll be a blink, a blink of an eye. Two-pronged question here. How many countries are you trying to get this involved with? And have you chosen a host country where you're going to be basically doing the biggest event? Uh, the host country, that's going to be d depending, especially with COVID. It's going gonna, it's gonna to very fluid. So right now I've got to kind of watch the, the situations and see whether because some countries cannot go to that other country <laughs> for restrictions, as you said. And I've seen that. So I've got to kind of be fluid right now and put stuff in multiple countries right now, taking into consideration the fact that some people can't travel. Because there's going to be some players, as y'all have seen, that can't travel. And that might be the very person that we wins the tournament. Ours on Ash, Bala, Mysterio, etc. That's how they come about. So I'm willing to do stuff in all these various countries so people can see the, how these different matchups that they, they would never, never have seen before. So. What kind of network do you have, man, of uh, people helping you out with this? Because obviously this is a large undertaking. I mean, first of all, the amount of games that you that you want to uh, have right. and this. And then, of course, the amount, I mean, the way the way you operate, the amount of countries that you're going to want to have mm -hmm. operating. Now, you know, mind you, a lot of people will look at it as like, oh, he's only going to be bringing one player from China. He's going to be bringing mm -hmm. one player from Vietnam. Regardless, mm -hmm. I'm sure there's a lot of players who want to have that opportunity. Right. So, you know, you're going to be bringing a lot of countries together because okay, right. sure Shao Hai may be the best player in China but he's right. not the only SNK KOF Street nope. Fighter player he's yeah, not nope. so what kind of network have you built up over the years quite a bit I mean I've got people from, from all the different hotspots pretty much that are just waiting like I said as I told people I was telling people uh part of my honeymoon I'm planning is to be in Japan so that I could take me Benny to go challenge the Japanese and then Neil Joe Battle Calls here and so they've the guys have already said they said they're going to keep Tudosan has basically already told me he's going to keep those guys playing so that whenever I come, we'll be able to play. So, I mean, I feel like I can go to, you know, Japan, Taiwan, China, uh, in Europe, uh, anywhere in Latin America uh, and, 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 and organize stuff. So, I feel like the, the connections I have are uh, to where I can basically just call the people up and they're ready. I've got people telling me now still, you know, let me know, hey, I'm ready to organize stuff where it's time. They're ready to go. So, uh, it's just a matter of when I want to set things in motion, and then the, the, the dominoes will start falling. And it'll be, it'll be nonstop like it used to be. Nonstop. It'll be chaos. And I know that, and that's why I haven't started back yet, because I know once that first domino goes, it's going to be nonstop. I'm going to be immersed back in that world again. So, um, uh, Question regarding your networking, man. Um, mm -hmm. the, U the U.S., you know, um, do you have any networking partners here? Or yes. 
Oh, okay then. So will the U.S. itself be, uh, you know, very much involved? Do you want it to be involved with this uh, project of yours? Absolutely, especially Battle Coliseum because we're one of the top two in the world. So uh, even though it's a different, you know, the triad is no longer. I don't think they're playing. So the, the, the landscape of the tops for the NGBC is in the U.S. has probably changed dramatically. Probably with myself at the head, Justin doesn't even want to play. I've placed, I put, I put a post on Justin Wong's Twitter telling him if he wanted to play, you know, asking people, I would challenge anyone about it because he has not responded. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> I have to re, it's like I have to recruit, recruit these new battle coliseum people again. But the NGBC here is where between us and Japan, we're like top two in the world. Uh, so I, I definitely want uh, the USA to be involved. And Peruvians are seeing it. They're like, hey, USA is good in this game. I'm like, yeah, I told you, we are. So we just got to get these old heads to come back up. And, you know, this is going to be a rivalry that no people wouldn't have saw coming. USA and Peru. <laughs> so yeah, and, uh, The only reason I, you know, worded it that way is because if anybody's followed you in the last decade or so, uh, they know that you really haven't put much effort into the U.S. scene because uh -huh. all your all your efforts have been down south. And listen, right. that, that, that's what you wanted. And you're able to um, you have been able to to successfully do what it is exactly that you that you wanted it to do for a while there. So right. I'm, I'm sure a lot of people just had an idea like, um, hey, what's he going to do for the U.S.? Or what's he going right. to do for the U.S. scene? But like you said it yourself, you know, um, you're just trying to get these old heads out, outside, you know, to yep. come out and uh, play, come out and play with the world and everything like that. And it seems so far that everybody's loving the idea. What kind of feedback have you gotten from Project Avengers? Very good feedback so far, again, because these are games these people, they keep telling me, they're like, hey, we just never, these games never reached our country. That's what they're telling me. And so I'm like, they never, never got it. So I'm like, how, and then, I mean, I've got people in different arcades, even in Peru. They're like, man, they're always hitting me up my inbox. Like, bro, I see what you're doing with uh, Sammy's our arcade Aquaman. When we're going to do business, man, set us up. All these different all these different arcades in Peru. Set us up, man. We want this set up, too. We want to play these games, too. So it's just it's catching steam. It's, it's, it's growing and growing and growing. And, you know, I just once I put myself in a different position where I want to get at, I want to be able to help all these other people but make it comfortable because I still got to get ready to get married. So it's not like I can just devote all my money to the game anymore. I've got to get ready to get married. So I've got to, you know, pace myself. And that's why I haven't been as active. I've got to stay patient. I got to pace myself. I got to catch up with stuff. From previous events, you know, get right. slowly get myself back up there, you know, and then you know hit go before I can just go full speed back into the organization like I used to. So Dude, we got a lot of stuff to catch up. Videos from the old events and stuff <laughs> that I just let go for a while. There's right. so much stuff that I still need to do before we're actually ready to start doing event. But but I I, I trust in due time we will be there. So. Patience. You're, doing, you're doing a great job giving everybody a great insight of what it is that you're planning. Let me ask you this, man. Um, it's such a weird landscape, the gaming world right now, especially with COVID, um, all this stuff happening. You yourself said it, that you're going to be getting married soon, and that's a big yeah. decision in life. November and, of next uh, year, so far. So the FGC in general, I don't even know. Do they even do they even mention the FGC? Do they consider it the FGC down there in those countries, or is it just their own thing? Their own world, man. They're in their own world, 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 literally. They are. I mean, again, I didn't, they didn't even see the, anybody else's world until I brought, I let them know there was one out there. I mean, Mexico thought they were the best in the world until I showed them Peru. That's how it all went down and Brazil and all this other stuff. So I knew day one they were better than Asia. I knew that much from what I saw, but they thought they didn't see anybody else. So they're, they're, they're in their own world. So. But uh, let me ask you, let me ask you this one, man. And I, I, 
And again, it's just another one of those things that I'm referencing back to the first episode, guys. If you want, uh, listen to that episode from previously. It was a lot of fun with Lucas. I'm talking about all his adventures down there. But now that I have you here regarding Project Avengers, you put it out on the table today. Uh, you're going to be doing this for multiple countries. You have your yep. networking. You're going to get married. You have a lot of uh-huh. things in life going on. Yep. Um, and uh, like I said, the gaming world is so much more different nowadays than it was like 10 years ago, 15 Absolutely. years ago. And listen, man, I- I've never dealt with them, but you've told me yourself you're dealing with a lot of egos in these countries, especially down south. Yeah, exactly. Let, let it out. But um, how is it, man, that you're finding the motivation, the... Uh, uh, you know, how are you finding the energy that you want to deal with all those characters, with all those egos, with everything, man? Like, where is it that you find this? Where is it that you find all this energy, this power, man? Is it, what is, do you do yoga or something? Do you just relax your mind and you realize what it is that you're getting into and you do it because you love it? You know, uh, give, give us give us a few, um, you know, give us a little bit of tidbit about that, man, about yourself. How is it that... You just say, you know what, or do you just say, I'm going to do it. Uh, I know what I'm dealing with here. I know the kind of people I'm dealing with. Uh, you know, it's, it's not that they're bad people. It's just their egos get in the way. They're misguided. They're misguided. Yeah, they're misguided. I mean, how, how do you find the energy to keep doing it? Because I look at it like this. If I even show them something, I've helped them mature as an individual. Like even Kula, despite the type of person he is, he's far less arrogant now than he was oh, back then. And he's a complicated character, but... I guarantee you, he's far. I've taught him so much in his life that he's grateful for. You know that uh, because he learned now. Oh, he's not the the be all end all. Not even in two thousand two. <laughs> so he's learned the world doesn't revolve around him. And that so that's up to when you do that and you humble people like that. That helps them to grow as an individual. So all these people that think they can be shy, I want to help them grow as individuals because I know in the end they'll they'll thank me for it and they'll they're gonna come back stronger. See when they see that they're not the end all be all. What happens is that motivates them to train. That motivates them to stop being lazy, stop being complacent. It's like if you see your your your, your lady is talking to a, uh, uh, talking to one of your friends, or she's hitting on someone else, or she says she's cute, and she's she's you know, hot hitting on him. That's gonna get you get you in high gear. That's gonna make you stay on your A game. It's the same thing, you know. You right, can't feed right. a dog that's already hungry. You can't right. feed a dog that's already eaten. So you gotta have that to keep that dog hungry. And that thing is, I want to keep you hungry because I want to get you, make sure you get beaten. So I want to put you in front of someone that I know is going to beat you because then I know that's going to get the best out of you. So I make sure that first. I'm going to make sure you lose. So I told Kula, I'm going to make sure you lose. And then I'm going to watch you, get, I'm going to watch you grow from there. Otherwise, I, I, what can I teach you? What can right, I teach right. you if you're, already, if you're the gods? Even Peru. I had to have them lose a little bit to Mexico, even though they're better than them. They had to lose to <laughs> Mexico. They're like, oh, my God. Toshi, number one in Peru for a while. He, had to, he lost to Bart. And he, he still oh, can't really? be Bart. Man. Toshi versus Bart is three is 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 like three zero all time Bart. He can't beat Bart. Do a ma- matchup. It's just, it's a matchup issue. He just, he Bart beats him every time. So that's what I'm saying. Stuff like that they didn't even think about, and I'm opening their mind to see that now. So just by mixing it up, Peru overall, yeah, they're better than Mexico. But within that matchup wise, Bart is greater than Toshi. So that type of stuff. When can we start expecting to see um, you know some announcements about dates and um, you know locations? But when you're gonna um, start project, like you know, fully started, physically started, right? is is it only is it only gonna be offline or since we now have Ficade and GGPO available? Well, it's not GGPO, but it's something just as good. Are you only mm-hmm. gonna be doing this offline, or is it gonna be a combination of online, offline? I want to be a combination of both, and like I say, so you know, I'm 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 with my business right now. I'm tying up a couple of 
court documents and court paperwork and stuff that I'm finalizing. But once that stuff starts rolling in, uh, I'm hoping around January, February ish is when I can make make you know make these start making these announcements and start hitting stuff. Uh, and you'll start seeing more activity. It's gonna get. It's gonna start slowly. It's gonna trickle down from getting caught up from previous stuffs because I don't want to leave no stone unturned before I start. So it's gonna start off trickling from other stuff we need to finish or other videos or other events that people haven't seen in a while. We're gonna get all that all that cleared out first. Then we're gonna go ahead into it and we're gonna go hard. So I'm hoping December, January, but I'm you know I'm doing a lot of negotiations right now with bit with my business and I'm talking about big time. Negotiations, contract negotiations that I'm trying to line that up so that again, when I come back, when I decide to put that point toward earlier, hopefully, for first quarter of 2022, I wouldn't be able to, I'd be able to do what I'm doing and not blink an eye. It won't affect me, it won't affect anything I plan to do with my marriage, it don't play with nothing. And that's how I want to be. I want to be able to say, well, it doesn't affect my regular life at all. And that's, I wouldn't want it any other way. No, man, that's freaking awesome, man. That really, really is awesome. Hey, Lucas, man, I want to say thank you very much for coming on to the show again. Um, you're, you're always a fun talk to, man. I love talking to you, and especially thanks for coming in and sharing a lot of info regarding Project Avengers. You know, this is going to be uh, something huge, and it's always great. I mean, I, I especially love trying to get into the minds of people who organize events because uh, I'm sure you know it's a very thankless job. It's, yep. uh, one that, it's one that you do for passion because this is right. your passion. Video games are your passion. Um, right. You know, helping out Latin America and the other countries is your passion. That's what you've done right. for about 15 years now, man. Uh, right. Not, not many people could say that. Not many people could say that they've actually went into a region that's not their own. And by that, nope. you know, you're American. You, you, right. you had the access there to Mexico. You saw nothing was happening. And you right. started off with Mexico and you've expanded your operations, you know. Very, very, very expansive operation you have there. And uh, again, man, I just want to say thank you very much for uh, sharing some information with me. I, I really, really appreciate it. But before we go on, man, as usual, where could people reach out to you, man? Uh, on Facebook. my uh, I know, or Facebook or YouTube. Uh, Facebook, it's my name is Lucas Allen. So L-U-K-U-S dot A-L-L-E-N. If you type that in, uh, my gaming page, you will see it has... Uh, my i guess my logo or my is it says it has me and it says dark geese because that's my gamer tag right. and uh and yeah that's the one that y'all could add me on i try to keep stuff there i'm on twitter now under the lda gaming uh i, I use that one the promotion division youtube is also the same lda gaming and promotion division those are the main ones for now uh before until before i until i expand right. to Web page and all the other stuff, but Instagram, I'm eventually gonna go there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once it does that, I'm hiring somebody, you know, so I can do something <laughs> else. That's how I wanted to be. I'm not gonna be able to do all that all the time. I just, I just hire right. somebody. I need you to manage and run this all the time, so I can be on, be a Maui or be in Japan training or something. So that's how it'll be. So listen, guys, he's not gonna say it, but he joined Twitter because of me, because that's how we I did. Together. I did. <laughs> and now I'm like, hey, I'm, 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 I'm talking to Japanese and stuff there. I'm talking to Tudasan there all the time and all these other people. So I'm like, awesome. Awesome. I'm glad I'm here. Meeting all these different people. I'm like, hey, sweet. So they didn't even know play <laughs> Battle Call CM. And awesome, now all of a sudden man. they're looking at me. And I'm like, because I'm like, I, I issued a challenge to the United States and Canada to anyone offline to play me in Battle Call CM. Nobody's accepted. So <laughs> that challenge still stands. <laughs> I say I'm about to go all the way down to the rest of, of South America. As I was telling Benny, I said, man, eventually I'm going to do a, I want to do a tour to some of these people that are playing. 
so I can motivate them in Project Avengers more. I'll personally go play with them myself just so we can motivate them to start playing these games more, you know, and, and that, that's what it's going to take. So that and Japan, I'm about to yes. issue a challenge to them too. So... Hey, listen, guys, man, follow him. Follow him on all his outlets. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. You know, I like to keep up with what he's doing because, I, you know, I love watching high-level KOF. It's, it's a lot of fun stuff. But you know what? I like wa I like watching high-level SNK games. Uh, I like watching any high-level fighting game in general. But the stuff that you do, man, is so freaking awesome to me. Just because Appreciate it's from it. a different perspective. You know, it's not the U.S. You know, nope. everything that happens here in um, Japan and other places is just plastered. And because I'm Hispanic myself, you know, always like to see you understand it yeah just like to see la raza you know represent right man seeing um, right seeing you know seeing all that technica como se dice para allá abajo man. yep you know what i'm saying so yep. it's, guys follow him man if you enjoyed this podcast you're going to enjoy every update that he has regarding project avengers and if you're a fighting game fan in general you should be loving this because uh in the world of retro fighting games yes we know things like super street fighter mm -hmm. um you know turbo we know Marvel versus capcom 2 they're the kings yep. here but there's there's another world out there that takes you know some of those games that to an even higher level, and it's yep. so much fun to be seeing those games represented. But man, once again, dude, I really want to appreciate you coming onto the show, man. Really, really appreciate it taking the time to talk with me regarding your project. And guys, again, man, follow him. Follow him at his um and all his, all his social media outlets, and follow the show, man. Um, please type in KPBcast and all the major um podcast outlets. Follow the Twitter page. Follow the KPB Twitter page as well, man. And uh, we'll keep you up to date on following um, um, guests. And uh, we'll definitely let you know when this new episode with Lucas is going to be out and about. But again, man, my name is uh, KPB Raphael, host of KPB Cast. This was Lucas Allen, the head honcho of LDA Gaming Division. And of course, the organizer of uh, pro the upcoming Project Avengers uh, with all those great retro games. Lucas, man, once again, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Cause we're right, about guys, to get some games you. in right now. <laughs> All right, man. Have fun. <laughs> thank you. Fun, man. Take care, guys. This has been a KPB Media Works production. <laughs>